Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, everybody. How do you do, y'all? I'm Sean. I'm Chris. And we're here on Bear Reviews with another Tip Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It is Tip Tuesday. I'm pretty excited. How about you, Sean? I'm pumped, man. We are excited. All right. Yes, we are. And before we get started, we just want to ask you guys to please share with a friend. Um... This is how we're trying to grow, you know. If everyone just shares with one friend, you know, we'll grow exponentially. Be crazy. And we just want to be able to share this value with everyone. Yeah. You know Speaking what I mean? of value, Sean, you know, today's uh, topic is pretty valuable. Yes. Um, and actually, this is going to be the topic for the next two Tip Tuesdays. It's a two-part series, if you will. Two-part episodes, yeah, or, yeah, series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. however you want to go. All right, so what is uh, today's uh, topic, Chris? Today's tip, Sean, is options. More specifically, options trading, you know, how we do. Um, if you guys don't know what options are, We'll know, tell you. Well, yeah, we will tell you. Yeah, but before we say anything, there's a quick disclaimer that we want to read to you. That's typically on a lot of different uh, brokerage platforms, but we just wanted to read it to you because we felt it really is important to know. So, options involve risks and are not suitable for everyone. Options trading can be speculative in nature and carry substantial risk of loss. Definitely. So, these are risky assets, basically, to buy. They can right? be, yeah. Um, but there's tremendous upside and we will be going over that but first we really want to um, make sure everyone has an understanding of what options are um, all the terminology that goes along with them and we'll tell you like how they are used um, today to really like make that money make that bread or how companies use options pretty much this is actually why they're super important pretty much every company uses options that's true all right so we're gonna just cover all these topics and then in the second part we'll be going over um how you can use options to make that bread um what some strategies are and what are the risks associated associated with them and then we'll just go over a quick recap again on how you can use them all right so to get started I just want to say that options definitely are overwhelming, you know? That's why we have to do two parts Yeah. over options. I mean, a lot of people get a little bit flustered when they're starting to learn options, and that can be kind of a big deterrent. But there's such a big upside that uh, a lot of people will fight through the little bumps in the road in order to get, um, get through and, you know, get big. Exactly. And once you grasp an understanding of all the terminology and uh, stuff like that, they really become an easy uh, asset to work with. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of terms that you have to get used to, how they affect a price, and you know, we'll go over it. So starting off, we're, we're going to cover pretty much what is an option. So starting off right away, options belong to a larger group of securities known as derivatives. So I mean, this basically means it is related to um, the stock price, but a big, um, I don't know what I'm saying. Misunderstanding. Big misunderstanding is that, 
you know, with options, you're not at, you don't have any ownership of the company. So that is a big thing to understand. Yeah. So the way I think about it is like an example of something that's derived from something else is um, wine is derived from grapes. Yeah. So wine would be the options and grapes would be the stocks. All right. So that's just one easy way to like, you know, make it um, normal for you to think about um, having things derived from others. But you must understand you do not own the stock. Yes. All right. There's strategies where you can buy the stock and also have options, but you do not own it. So basically, here's a quick definition. An option is a contract given, giving the buyer the right, but not the obligation to buy or sell an underlying asset at a specific price on or before a certain date. Exactly. So that's a lot, that's a lot right there, but we'll break it down for you. So first off, you you can buy options or you can sell options. Yeah. All right. So those are two sides of the coin. And then you can buy the right to buy or you can buy the right to sell. Yeah. All right. So when you buy the right to buy, you're buying a call. All right. You're um, buying an option. All right. A call option. And this is going to be the right to buy this asset at this certain price within the time frame and the time frame is, is going to be your expiration date yeah and the time frame is set from the very beginning and basically with a call you obviously want the price of the underlying security to go up because now you're able to buy this stock at a lower price than it's what it's currently trading for right now exactly so if the stock price right now let's say is fifteen dollars all right you buy a call option with a with the price on the call option at sixteen dollars maybe all right you then want the price of the stock to go above sixteen dollars so let's say seventeen dollars just make it simple and then you have the right to buy the stock at $16 and you can sell right away in the market at 17. Boom. Crazy. So another thing about buying is when you buy an option contract, there is a price that comes along with it called a premium. So Sean, would you like to go further into premiums? Yeah. So basically premium is the price that you have to pay to um, kind of set this contract up set this option up all right so when you think about it um you have to pay a little bit to have this exchange made at this expiration date yeah and the way i just my head my mind works in examples so back to the 15 stock right now it's at 15 all right you there's a you have the option to buy the call option at 16 dollars but you have a premium that you have to pay now just to have that, be able to have that option. And let's say the premium is 20 cents. Yeah. All right. So now to break even, the stock price has to go at least up to $16.20. Yeah. And that's the break even point, which is another uh, term we want to know. So that is where 
you're not gaining or losing any money off of the contract. Exactly. You've made your money back and anything, any price that the stock goes higher, you're making money. Now, another thing about the premiums is you pay a premium right off the bat, you lost money. Yeah. All right. You paid that money. That money's gone. So if the stock price does not go above your uh, break even, break your break even point. point, all right, you do not exercise your option. Yeah. All right. Because you won't make any money, you know? Yeah, exactly. So you have a limited amount of loss there and unlimited upside pretty much. Yeah. So a stock option contract typically represents a hundred shares of the underlying stock. And this is important because when you look at the prices, if you're doing like a contract of a big company, um, has a lot of the underlying stock is very expensive. You're going to notice that in order to trade these, you're going to need a bigger account balance. So that's why typically people with smaller account balances are trading lower cap stocks. And the thing to think about this is for a call option, your max loss is a hundred times the premium. Yeah. All right. So if you have a 20 cents premium, your max loss is 20 bucks. And that that's amazing, I think. But, you know, we also said there's two, two sides to this coin where you can buy and you can sell. So selling your max profit is the premium. Exactly. So there's always a buyer and a seller in every market. So if you're selling this option, you're giving the right basically to another person to um, buy the stock at the agreed upon price. Yeah. And you want what, it, like, so say if they want the price to go up, then you just want the price to go down so they don't exercise their contract and you get to keep the premium. So another thing to say is how these people have the right to exercise the contract. Um, you also will have the obligation um, of this contract, which means you have to buy or sell the shares depending. And um, you know this this has substantial risks to it, and uh, this is where you can really blow up your account. Exactly. Um, one other, well, we didn't really go over puts yet. So let's do a few examples, I guess. So a put is pretty much you are buying the right to sell the stock at this certain price. Yeah. So it's basically the opposite of a call. You don't want the price to go up, you want it to go down. And that way you're, you're selling above the market and you're making that difference. And the break even would be, let's say, go back to our $15 example. The stock price is at $15. You um, want the price to go, you think the price is gonna go down. Yeah. You buy a put option of $14. Again, a 20 cents premium. So you have to subtract the premium now from that price. So you need the price to go at least below $13.80 to make money. And I mean, it's it's pretty much the same thing if you really think about it. Don't get too confused on the terminology just yet. Um, when you when you get more familiar with with the whole scene, you know, it all becomes a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, another. Uh, piece of terminology is the strike price. All right, so when I've been saying, all right, we're buying a call option at $16, 
sixteen dollars is the strike price. Yeah, so right. that's that's not where the where the underlying stock is currently trading. That's just the price. Typically, they're in the in even increments of either like five dollars, one dollar increments. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is what you're agreeing upon. You're agreeing like, all right, I'm gonna be able to buy this uh, hundred shares of this stock at sixteen dollars, or I'm gonna be able to sell in a put option situation. Yeah. Or um, at six at fourteen dollars or something like that. Yeah. Um, let's see, in the money and out of the money. Yeah. And so we already talked about break even. That's when you uh, you uh, made your money back from what you've paid out already with the premiums. So for a call call option again. And before I get into that real quick, you want to you're going to exercise your contract if you're in the money. You're not going to exercise your contract if you're at break even or out of the money. Yeah, and another word for like outbreak even is also at the money, which is like exactly where the, the price is currently trading at that point. But I mean, it's really, you can look at these things at <clears throat> any time during the trade. And typically in the money contracts are gonna be worth more money. So, I mean, or cost you more money and depending. Uh, but that means there's gonna be a higher premium if you're in the money versus out of the money. I mean, this can be, this can be uh, everything really. Where the price is currently at is your opportunity and um, you just have to take advantage of that. So going back to a, a quick example of all these. So if you're um, in the money, all right, back to our example of $15, strike price for the call option is 16. We are in the money at $16 and one cent and above. Yeah. All right. Break even would be the $16. If the stock price goes to $16, that's break even. Or actually, if we bring in the premiums, it'd be $16.20, let's say. Yeah, $16.20. All right. And then out of the money would be anything below that $16.20. And I mean, on most brokerage platforms, as soon as you execute the trade, or even before you execute the trade, it'll tell you uh, what your break even is going to be. And also, right when you're choosing, you know, which contract you would like to choose, it'll tell you whether it's in the money, out of the money, at the money. Exactly. So now we're going to go into the kind of the purpose of why people use um, investors use options. All right. And there's pretty much three main reasons. All right. There's for income all right there's to speculate and there's also um, to hedge risk so hedging risk is more for like a company or yeah, yeah. also individual investors also hedge your risk but this is what mostly these big corporations that we were talking about earlier are using options for insurance policy pretty much <clears throat> on uh, on your uh, underlying stock so I mean there's a lot of things you can do with options where you own the actual underlying stock and then you protect yourself by having an option um, you know either like a put just so you uh, you minimize your losses if it's like highly volatile exactly so again going over hedging 
as well. Um, it's like an insurance policy. You're reducing the risk, um, and you're only you're like you're making sure that you're only paying the premium. Yeah. And if if anything bad happens, like there's a big market downturn, you'll be able to you know make some money on it, and um, not just you know have your account be ruined. Yeah. Especially for individual investors. If there's a market downturn and they have a lot of like long plays or something that they don't want to take a loss on right now, this is a great way to hedge that and only pay like the 20 bucks or something yeah. for that long-term uh, hedge. And you know, you know, we're going to talk risk more in part two, but I do want to say there are so many ways of um, managing risks with different strategies. Um, you know, just a naked call, a naked put, some of this stuff can be you know extremely dangerous but you gotta know what you're doing live life make that money okay but I want to talk about speculation so speculation is basically a bet on future price direction so you might think like the stock price will go up so based on this you'll get this idea based on like fundamental or technical analysis which we already went over in uh, different tip Previous episodes, yeah. I mean we'll link those in the description if you'd like to check those out so I mean speculation is a huge part of why people use options you know people think oh Tesla it's gonna fly up okay I'm deaf in the next 90 days let's say so okay I'm definitely gonna gonna buy a call or um, I mean I, do whatever you want but make sure you're in the right direction um, and you also got to make sure that you know that a contract is 100 shares, which we already talked about. Exactly. So, I mean, Tesla is a perfect example that people short Tesla so much. Which well, means very volatile. That they're doing a put option, basically. Right? Yeah, pretty much. They're thinking the price is going to go below. So that's another piece of terminology, actually. Like if you're gonna go long on a company, that means that you think the price is gonna go up. And if you're gonna short a company, that means you think the price of the stock's gonna go down. Alright. So that just really shows how like by using these analysis analysis. Is that analysis? Analysis. 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 <laughs> Alright. By using these different types of analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you'll be able to, you know, just tell, like, hey, this stock's going to go up in a year or so, and you might buy that stock. Yeah. All right. And this also gets in the hedging, but then you buy an option that says, all right, well, if it doesn't go up like I think it will, I'm going to buy a put option so that if the price does fall, I'm safe. If there's a market downturn and the whole market starts to crash, I'm safe yeah. because I have this put option. But if it doesn't happen, then all I all I paid for was my premium and my stock and that it. I actually yeah. own is going up. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so important to have this insurance policy if you're not really 100% on a trade. I mean, we always encourage you, you know, do your research, make sure you are 100%. Um, but 
you know, there's sometimes where you see an opportunity and you're not 100% sure, and you just want to hedge it um, just as a little insurance policy. You know, I think that's probably the best way to describe options. I would think of it like insurance. Is that, is that weird? No, I, I think that's a great way to think about it. But the other thing you got to think about is like if you're a day trader or something, yeah, you're looking at just news or something like that. And you're buying these options, maybe a swing trader um, or momentum. And like you're looking over like the next week or so. Oh, wow. They just came out with like a great earnings report or something. Yeah. I think they're going to go up. You buy that option. Money. You know what I just realized? We kind of skimmed over. I mean, we talked about it, but we skimmed over some of these parts. About option premium, I want to go back to something really quick. All right. So, option premium, the price is affected by multiple things. So, it's affected by how long the, the expiration date is out. So, the longer the option is, meaning like the further it's out, you know, the more expensive the option is going to be because the price has longer time uh, to kind of swing in the right direction. So, I mean, you got to keep that in mind. And there's some other things like we already talked about, but I just wanted to bring up the time aspect of pricing with option premiums. Oh yeah, I mean, and they're changing all the time. Well, that's yeah, another thing that's you got to think thing. about. Like, yeah. all right, as you get closer to the expiration date, like you're saying, it's going to change and you're going to end up paying less for the premium, but then also depending on what's happening in the market, that yeah. also changes the actual premium. So like if a great earnings report did come out and then you decide to buy the option, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But it will you'll end up paying more of a premium because everyone thinks it's gonna go up. But if there's, um, if you have like, do really good fundamental analysis or something of this company, um, like a week before earnings come out and you're like, all right, I'm gonna buy this option a week before. And then earnings are like a surprise level of, fifth, of plus 15%. You know, yeah, yeah. you're gonna do way better. And there's a thing um, I wanted to bring up. So um, stock premium or stock option premiums also really affected by this thing called implied volatility, which we'll get into more next episode. But I wanted to bring it up because that's basically, if people are, are if a lot of people are buying the stock, um, the option, sorry, excuse me, uh, the contract way out of the money, you know, the implied volatility is going up because there it shows that there's some belief that this stock will move a lot so I mean, there's different strategies with buying high volatility, selling high volatility, switching it up, um, and we're gonna go way into more strategies and using implied volatility next episode. I just wanna give you a little sneak peek into that. Yeah, and to wrap, kind of wrap up this episode, we've talked about the terminology, what is an option, Yeah. Um, how different types of investors will use them or corporations. But now I wanna talk about like, how many people actually exercise their options, like just percentage wise, and how many of them are- um, Expire worthless. Worthless or just closed out. Yeah. Because people don't realize that 
most trades are just closed out and this means that all right they're in the money let's say yeah and they're not gonna just actually buy the stock at the cheaper price and then hold it they're gonna sell it right away and just close out the trade which means they get the money right back into their pocket now if they actually exercise the option that means you wait they would money. they would um end up the contract expires they buy the stock at the cheaper price and then they'll hold it to see maybe if more fluctuation happens or anything like that you know a lot of people love doing this um but most of the time stuff is is closed a little bit early but you know i mean people like just getting stocks at a lower price it, i mean who doesn't exactly. it makes sense you know buy low sell high but the percentages there were 10% of options are actually exercised at the expiration date. 60% are closed out. All right, which we just went over. Yeah. And then 30% expire worthless. Only 30% of options expire worthless. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. That means that only 30% of, the, of people are kind of like paying that premium. You know what I mean? That's not to say that these aren't risky, though. These are extremely risky, yeah. Alright? A lot of people can really hurt their accounts by using options, especially without knowing the terminology or, you know, just getting some experience. And also, a big thing about options trading is knowing how much of your account balance to actually trade with. Um, some people think like oh I have a small account so I can just trade 50% of my account balance that's ridiculous you know I would say stay under 5% if you can um, that way if you if a trade goes terribly wrong you don't blow up your entire account um, it you only hurt 5% yeah exactly and I mean if you're making smart trades and you really know what you're doing you, you have a potential to make a lot of money off of this um, but you know you have to be safe and you know know what you're doing you know no one else is no one else should be telling you what trades to exercise this this should be totally on you you should decide like hey I'm gonna get up early do research uh, decide what I want to do today and um, I really think that's part of growing up and you know since our target I mean most of the people oh, you guys listening right now are like college age a little bit older um, I, we think it's really great that uh, you guys are getting interested in a lot of these new um, securities and we really encourage you to do your research get out there and get big exactly so that's all for part one of this as I said before part two next week we'll be going over how to use options um, specifically what kind of strategies to implement the risk of options as well as um, the Greeks so-called <laughs> and why people use options again a quick recap all right so if you're interested in learning more check back in next week on Tuesday um, other than that please if you guys like this share with a friend like we asked before it means a lot to us and we just want to you know grow our uh, our audience so we can share as much value with everyone all right if you haven't already go follow us on instagram twitter facebook um 
all at Bear Reviews. We'll link it in the description. Yep. And then, if you want to as well, go check out our blog. We uh, post a new article every Wednesday. Yeah. All right. So that is at uh, bearreviews.blog. Yeah. Is the website. All right. Um, so that's all for today, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.